Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All right. Cool. <clears throat> What's going on, man? Hey, Nothing. <laughs> long day after vacation back at work. I was so anxious to get back that um, really had a great day. Yeah, you uh, did. You have a, a good vacation. Yeah, I had a great vacation. Got got a little sun. I was anxious, anxious to get back to work. Got some sun and relaxed a little bit. And, um, how was your week? Uh, my week was great. Um, I actually. Uh, went out on the lake for a little bit yesterday, which is not a, a normal thing for me. A uh, funny story, I, I had access to a, to a jet ski yesterday, and, and, I, and I actually got lost. Um, I didn't know exactly, uh, exactly where I was, and I was running out of gas, um, and it was just me. So it was, it was actually a little, you know, for about three minutes there, I was like, what am I going to do? Because I, uh, I didn't have a wallet or anything. Cell phone, anything? I had no cell phone. It, it was not that a. Wasn't too, it, that it was, was not, not bright. Smart. That was not bright. No, that was that was definitely not a good one. Uh, but but luckily I found my way uh, back to 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 the to the home base and I uh, was able to quickly get off the jet ski and onto land uh, where where I had uh, phone access and <laughs> and and uh, and some some money if I needed something. Um, but I'm excited to be back on the show today and back to, to get on, uh, a, a normal routine, uh, after a, a lovely holiday break. Hey, before we get started, um, I'm, I've told you I was maybe going to come up with some trivia questions and I got a good one tonight. If anybody <laughs> can guess this, uh, then I'm going to get you a free performance medicine t-shirt. Okay. Or a bottle of digest shield of your choice, whatever okay. you want. Um, this is going to be a toughie here. But uh, and remember, this is something this one. I'll give you a hint. This is something from back in the 60s when I was a kid. I just happened to find them. I kept them. If anybody can tell me what these are by this time next week, you're going to get a, a surprise. OK, I'll put them up here. OK, Take a quick look. They're not going to be on here for very long. <laughs> OK, this is a, this is trivia. So. Also, Take a quick look. What are these? Okay, that's it. All right, uh, and for everybody who's watching us live, we're, we're we're not professionals at the trivia game, so so we're still learning how to no. how to present the the questions. But uh, it's fun. But I mean, do do expect a little more trivia from us. We're, we're going to try to engage uh, more and more, um, and we're already getting a few few answers in there. You guys can can go ahead and answer that as you. Wow. Uh, as you uh, figure that out, but let's get into some questions. Do you mind if I, I jump into one? No. Yeah, let's go ahead. All right, cool. Um, this one uh, came in over email. Uh, the question is, what should you do if you think you feel a cyst or a spermatocell? Start with PCP, go to a urologist, or wait it out. What's your thoughts on this? Um, start with the PCP. Hopefully, they can tell you there's nothing to worry about. A spermatocell is just a cyst on the a spermatic cord, the epididymis. Um, it's really common. You see them a lot. You know, what people worry about is, is this testicular cancer, which, you know, we see testicular cancers in, in younger kids, like uh, 20 years old, 20, 25 in that age group. You rarely see a testicular cancer um, you know, in an older man, uh, after 30, you just rarely see it. 
you know, back when I was in medical school, testicular cancer was almost like a death sentence. Now it's 99% curable, um, but still it's serious. You need to get it checked out any lump um, on your testicle. But that's just a benign cyst. Probably one out of three or four men will have one at some point. Um, nobody really knows what causes them, uh, but it's usually just a plugged duct. It does not affect your fertility. Um, they're usually on the top of the testicle, maybe a little bit behind. They feel kind of squishy. Uh, they can get quite large. Um, you know, if they get real large, like four centimeters, which is the average size of a testicle, then you probably need to uh, see a urologist who can take it out surgically because there's no real medicine that shrinks them or anything, no need for antibiotics or anything. Um, you know, sometimes they theoretically could be caused by minor trauma or inflammation. But um, you need to see your doctor for it. And if your doctor's not familiar with it, then can send you to a urologist. But usually what we do on these is transilluminate them. Just turn the lights out in the room and, and shine a flashlight on them. And if they transilluminate, if they're clear, then they're fluid filled, which is totally benign. You know, a solid mass... Uh, has a different feel to it. And so that's more worrisome. So definitely get a doctor to check it out. And if your uh, family doc's pretty comfortable with seeing these, sometimes they can be usually pea sized, but um, sometimes if they're, you know, bigger, uh, you know, rarely do I send somebody to a urologist to get them taken out. They usually don't cause pain or any problems, but uh, if there's any question, you know, especially if it's a hard, mass that's not there you should get it checked out by your pcp and then determine further if you need anything else done probably not it's nothing to to freak out over for sure all right thank you uh for that question over email i'm going to go to this one here that came on uh our instagram page uh, and there is some backstory to this and i'll get to get to that here in a second the question is what's your protocol with a 24 year old male with normal labs but can't seem to lose weight. And then there's a, a little addition there. Um, lives a healthy lifestyle, minimal processed food, no eating out, works out daily. So it seems like they're doing everything right, uh, but still having trouble losing weight uh, at 24. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, that's you know, something we deal with every day. Uh, I'd like to see an expanded lab on you a cleveland where we check your adrenals out your hormone levels your inflammatory markers your insulin resistance a little deeper dive with thyroid and if all that's completely normal then you got to start asking um you know about family history um you know life is not fair it's some people genetically are more predisposed to gain weight I mean, it may boil down to what your mom ate when she was pregnant with you or, you know, what you weighed as a kid. It's a little tougher for some people. Uh, but then, but there is hope you can definitely get leaner. Um, you know, so I'd, I'd go over your diet in detail. There may be some things that you're eating that is causing that weight gain. I look at your gut function. Um, you know, you're working out, of course, but, you know, working out is probably the best thing you do for your health, but it's an absolutely not a weight loss tool. So mostly diet, um, genetic psychology comes into that, timing of your eating, order with which you eat your food. You know, I would definitely try 
going uh, close to not at keto, but, you know, a really low carb diet and doing some intermittent fasting. And then if your um, insulin levels are high or your insulin, uh, you know, uh, resistant, then I probably uh, think about taking some uh, uh, maybe some medicines that we can help you with to help get that insulin down. So there's there's a there, where there's a will, there's a way with the weight loss. There's no doubt about it. A lot of depends on how much you weigh, what your body fat percentage is, and what your hormones look like. And, uh, you're the type of person I really like to work with, especially if you're already giving it your go and they can't figure out why. This needs a little deeper dive and maybe a little better diet. Uh, so oh. that helps you. All right. Thank you for that. It, yeah, he, he mentioned a few things there that, that – uh, we've touched on uh, quite a bit lately, and one is the uh, timing of what you eat and, and the order in which uh, you eat. So intermittent fasting as well as the order in which you eat your food. Um, I, I think that's a very common question, so so thank you for, for putting that in there. Um, and if you need help, you may need some medicine to, to kind of, whether it be natural medicine or prescription, to, to kind of help you along. It's Sometimes it's tough to do it by yourself. Right. Um, so... All right, let's get to um, another question here. Um, any advice for bile reflux? Uh, I think my doctor has given up on me. Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts for bile reflux? Well, I mean, you probably need a GI doctor to go in there and, you know, look and see why you have biliary reflux. Um, you know, something's going on with your gallbladder. Um, you know, so I would see somebody that specializes in uh, gallbladders, and sometimes they can even look at it with a scope called an ERCP. So I don't know what your history is otherwise, but um, that's something that uh, is not real uh, fun to have. I'll definitely get a re if your doctor ever gives up on you, give, get a second opinion from a specialist, even if you have to go to a, a center. That's all they do. Um, that's a toughie. Um, you know, I, I don't know of any thing other than, you know, you might really want to examine uh, what you're eating and how that may cause it. There's a lot of little detox methods that I won't go into here, but that may be helpful for you that um, could help. But it's kind of a, not a real common thing I see in the office. Uh, All right. Thank you for, for that question on Instagram. Uh, we're going to move on to um, a, a somewhat common question, actually. Um, is there such a thing as male breast cancer? Does it actually occur? How to prevent it? Yeah, there's definitely a thing called male breast cancer. It's rare, but probably 1% of breast cancers in males, and it's usually worse than in females uh, as far as it can kill you for sure. Um, so, yes, it's a real thing. Uh, how to prevent it, um, you know, there's really, I would say eat a clean diet, just like I would tell anybody pre to prevent cancer. I would eat a very clean diet, exercise, stay lean, don't smoke, don't too, consume too much alcohol. Same thing I would tell a woman. Um, it seems like in males, it almost comes out of the blue, though, so there's probably a genetic tendency like there is in women, although most of it's not genetic, it's um, almost you'd call it epigenetic. It's environmental. Um, 
you know, if you have that gene, it's, it's still the environment that pulls the trigger. So, yeah, and I, you need to get, um, you know, an ultrasound and even mammograms. I get mammograms and diagnostic ultrasounds on men sometimes, especially if they have enlarged breasts. You've got to check estradiol levels. Um, so if you, it's a real thing. It needs to be worked up and, and treated. Is there an sure. age? Great question. Is, is there an age in which um, maybe males are more susceptible, or is it just at any age? At any age, you, you think it. Uh, I don't know why, but I, I think more of it in middle-aged men. Uh, but again, I just knock on wood, don't see. You know, I think I've seen a couple cases in my career. Um, hmm. Rare. Well, that is a great question there. Thank you for uh, for putting that in. And this is um, let's get to uh, we all know you you love you love fish as a source of protein. Um, and this question is, you know, what type of fish do you recommend? Where do you source your fish from? Um, because you also hear a lot of is it mercury that um, that you can get too much of with yeah with from eating some tuna and large you know very large uh, ocean fish you can certainly get mercury. Uh, toxicity. So avoid the large fish like the swordfish, too much tuna, um, king mackerel. Um, fish is uh, not only protein, but good fats, you know, the omegas. That's why I love fish. I could almost be what we call a pescatarian fish and vegetables. Very easily do that. Um, but of course, I like the wild caught salmon. That's probably my favorite. Um, shrimp is actually a good fish. Um, you know, if you can tolerate shellfish, which mo most people can, I love lobster. Um, you know, one, one fish I want to try, actually I had a patient today that said he was fishing on Watauga Lake, Lake and caught some halibut. Um, and it was just the most tastiest white fish without bones. It was just amazing. You can't buy it in a restaurant because it's a game fish. He explained that to me, but he, I hope he's listening. He's going to come bring me by some next time he catches something. He says it's amazing taste to it. Um, but halibut, halibut, yeah. Hmm. Now, I, I like sea bass. You got to be really careful with sea bass, it's really rich. So, you don't just don't overeat the sea bass. Um, but salmon's probably my favorite, um, you know. Uh, if you can stand the taste of sardines are actually good for you and maybe tuna, uh, that's, you know, small tuna, not the big one, uh, maybe better for you. Uh, I don't, I tend to not like to eat bottom dwellers like catfish and tilapia. I really don't like them. I don't like the wild caught, you know, a lot of, I don't like farmed fish a lot. So you gotta be careful with it, but, uh, so get your wild-caught fish. Avoid the, the huge fishes. At least don't eat a lot of them. Um, so hope that right. helps. You know, I like trout. I think trout's a good one, too. Trout's good. Uh, salmon is, is my favorite uh, when I do eat. I don't eat enough seafood, to be honest with you. I need to eat more seafood. Um, all right, let's get to, um, let's see, where is it? Oh, this is a fun one. Um, any tips for the best way to prevent gray hair? Uh, yeah, choose your parents, choose your, <laughs> choose your parents, I would say. Um, I don't know. I'll just say, stay healthy. You know, I mean, 
as your growth hormone goes down, uh, you know, you're more likely to get uh, gray hair. And stress can definitely cause gray hair. There's no doubt in my mind that it does. Um, anything that you do anti-aging wise, like keep up with your hormones and make sure your testosterone doesn't aromatize to estrogen. Um, don't eat a lot of processed foods. Um, make sure you detoxify. Back when we could use growth hormone, uh, I, I gave it to some people with growth hormone and actually their, their hair went from gray to darker using growth hormone. That's interesting. You can't, can't legally use it anymore. And there, there's some other reports of taking some other stuff. Like I, I'm really interested in rapamycin. We'll get on rapamycin later. If anybody wants to look that up and take a deep dive on it, Dr. Peter Atelier does a lot of good podcasts on rapamycin. That's probably the, the holy grail of aging is, is a substance called rapamycin that um, is actually it's, um, an immunosuppressant. For, we, we put people on it to have transplants. Uh, so it could theoretically lower your, your immunity, but if you do it in uh, pulse dosing once a week, it's, not, it's supposed to raise your immunity. So, but it's still one of those controversial things that um, is probably going to be really, really good for people. So stay tuned on that one. All right. Great question there. Um, okay. We're going to get to this last one that came in uh, throughout the week is olive leaf extract. Uh, do you know about this or have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I love olive leaf extract. You know, I think it's in one of my supplements. It's just a great anti-inflammatory. It's great for immune system. Uh, you know, we put some people on it that had COVID and it's just a really good herbal, uh, you know, plant. Um, if you do a deep dive on it, it really probably helps your brain function as well. Um, so I like it for all those reasons. If you can add another herb, that would be a really good one for your health uh, overall. Um, I don't have one specific reason I use it. A lot of reasons I use it. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you for that question. And thank you to everybody who... Uh, who sent in a question during the week. Uh, now is that time. We're going uh, to jump into uh, the comments here. I see, uh, uh, see, I see Molly, what's going on? Linda, how's it going? Uh, Rachel uh, from Johnson City, how's it going? LaDonna, what's going on? Uh, Candy. Um, all right, we're going to get to, I, I think we should tackle um, Evangelon's question first, and I'll kind of... Um, put it up here let's see let's just make sure that uh make sure this one isn't gonna get us in trouble evangelon um uh, yeah we gotta watch what we say you know we can't get too controversial as we found out uh, um as tend to get jerked you know as children we were encouraged to be exposed to various pathogens and toxins in order to develop a robust immune system seeing how everyone has been overly clean Wearing masks in public, avoiding contact with others, and constantly washing hands for the last few years. Do you see a society with uh, weakened immune systems? And then yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm going to follow up uh, with: Have you seen lower white blood cell counts, lower neutrophils, basophils, lymphocytes, uh, eosinophils, monocytes, etc., in blood work because people are no longer being exposed to the environment? This is a great question. Yeah, yeah I have seen. I saw a low white count today in a person that I thought may have been some, somewhat related to that, but um, it's usually chronically low. 
Um, but yeah, I definitely think that's true. There's a great book I read many years ago called Eat Dirt. And it was talking about that very thing, how you need to be exposed to some of these pathogens so your immune system will develop. And I definitely think that's right. I mean, you can get too clean, you know, and paranoid. Uh, so, you know, um, you got to be careful. But yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that that will, will worsen over the years. Uh, I think it will. It, that'll Great be a, comment. Great comment. That'll be an interesting case study, you know, because obviously, you know, washing hands was 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 a breakthrough um, in healthcare. Uh, many years ago, and um, and obviously washing hands is is uh, very you know normal, and you know I'm I'm somebody who washes my hands all the time, um, so I do wonder about you know where the balance is you know with uh, you know staying uh, clean, but also exposing yourself to to different pathogens. Yeah, yeah. great, great. Get out and play in the dirt. Um, all right. Thank you for that, Evangelon. Thank you for getting our gears turned. Um, let's get to LaDonna over here on Facebook. Uh, is magnesium oxide good or bad, or what is the best magnesium and you get too much? Uh, so it looks you like... You can. Yeah, you can get too much. You know you're getting too much if you start having diarrhea. You know, the average dose is about four to 500 milligram. There's about nine different forms of magnesium. We did a, a podcast on magnesium at one point, so you can go back and look at it. But yeah, mag oxide is good. You take it for different reasons. You know, most most of them have mag citrate, which is great for constipation. The same thing, they'll usually put a little magnesium oxide in there with the citrate. Um, I prefer magnesium glycinate. Um, is my favorite because it's one that I think helps your brain the most. And when you get old, like I am, that's the one you want to protect the most. And, but if you have, you know, a lot of constipation, you might want to take, uh, uh, the mag citrate and mag oxide. Uh, there's mag magnesium succinate. There's magnesium threonate, which is another really good favorite one. Um, there's magnesium with potassium, uh, go to that podcast. So mag, mag oxide is fine. Uh, it's good. Um, but, uh, it's not as probably as good as the glycinate and three and eight, which are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, in that, impressive. in one of your articles, you did, you talked about how you use magnesium, like different magnesium or different forms of magnesium for different reasons. Uh, and you yeah. kind of, is that, is that the one that like one, if you're, uh, feeling you know, constipated or one, if you're feeling yeah. like, uh -huh. like, yeah, that's exactly what that podcast was about. Mag citrate, mostly for constipation. Um, All right. Thank you for that, uh, LaDonna. That's a great question. Uh, if I can go ahead, um, Jenny slash mother, if you're in the back, if you could grab Doc's uh, magnesium um, and omega-3s. Do we have a bottle of those in, in, uh, in, your, in your house? Um, Probably, yeah, no, no, we do. Yeah. Bianca is looking for uh, a bottle of magnesium and omega threes. A lot of times, we'll show you guys um, what he's taking because the uh, it's hard to describe everything that's in there, and and uh, people like to know the brands. Um, okay, uh, Tracy, we did touch on the LifeWave patches. I I think that's something we need to do more uh, research on. Uh, so thank you for putting that on my radar again. Um, life wave patches is something we need to, uh, look up and get a little more info on. 
Um, okay, let's get to uh, Savannah here. Um, I had COVID back in September. I still have long-haul COVID, extreme fatigue, smell taste off, and now COVID round two. I uh, just hit this past week. Um, my question is, am I am I'm going to be even more tired? What would you be doing now at this point after having long-haul COVID after COVID? Well, Savannah, we hope you feel better. Uh, hope a speedy recovery. Uh, Doc, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, I treated the case of COVID today by phone, and um, there's there seems to be a little rebound. Most of it's pretty mild the second time around. You, you'll probably do just fine. I'd still get treated for it, you know. Um, uh, I like to use the ice cream, if you know what I mean, for that, and um, still on Zithromax and, you know, the full complement of uh, uh, the vitamins, the high-dose vitamins and all that. Yeah, you know, long haulers have been tough. Um, after you get over this round two, then probably I would add LDN. Uh, and, you know, I saw an interesting, actually a patient emailed me a, a little vignette on this. There's a, there's a couple people in the United States doing a weird procedure to get taste and smell back. And according to them, it's about 80% effective. And it's, they're usually anesthesiologists, say, and they go in and do, they inject your nerve at C6, your cervical uh, nerve 6 uh, in your neck. And it's supposed to have about an 80% uh, return of taste and smell. Oh, wow. Uh, don't ask me how or why it works, but you can look that up. I mean, uh, I think one of them's in Anderson, South Carolina doing that, but you might google it and if you have a terrible time with it so many people that i've seen including one today that just everything tastes like rotten to them you know they have no appetite and everything just tastes terrible uh, of course zinc you need that uh flonase nasal spray helps um ldn low dose naltrexone which i did a podcast on today um tends to work really well um eating a very clean diet of, uh, no sugar and no processed food, I think, helps about as much as anything. So I would get over this COVID round two, and, you know, um, hopefully your immunity will be really high. So, um, you know, you won't get another, the next next one till for a while, you know, so, so, so next mutation. So your, mutate, your immune system should be building up. And then, of course, take your immune formula uh, with your quercetin and, and all that. Uh, so you're saying you would take LDN once once she gets over uh, this bout of COVID? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Savannah, hope that yeah. helps. Hope you feel better. We'll be thinking about you. Um, give us an update. Uh, when we I've seen some weird things happen, like the second round of COVID, which usually doesn't affect taste or smell. Actually, if you still had some of it from your first round, it actually gets a little better after the second round for some reason. Huh. See, let me know. Yeah, uh, yeah, Savannah, keep us like. keep us posted. Um, uh, we'll 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 check back in with you uh, next week. Um, I'm gonna put this up here for the Facebook crowd. Um, Evangelon put in how there's a great white fish. Also, hockey, uh, hockey, hakey, hake. I don't know. Hockey. I haven't had that fish. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to taste that halibut. I, I've never had it. Have you not had halibut before? I've seen it on menus I've never before. Had have you? I have. Yeah. I have. I think it's rare in restaurants, apparently. Uh, Lisa, thank you for uh, sharing the broadcast. We appreciate all the sharers out there. 
Uh, really appreciate you guys. Um, let's see here. Um, where am I missing? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Real well. Um, doctor, I have, I, I take several vitamins at, at home. Is it okay to still get a Myers cocktail? For sure. For sure. Yeah, no problem at all. The Myers cocktail is so good. I was reading about it uh, last night from a clinic up in Chicago, how wonderful it is. And I agree a hundred percent. I love a Myers cocktail. If you're worn out, jet lagged, have chronic illnesses, see how a Myers cocktail makes you feel. Um, I, I take them every once in a while. I just love them if I'm really dragged out. I love a Myers cocktail. So, so the, the thing is, is they, it can't be too much is what you're saying. No, no, no. All right. Thank you for that. Roel. Um, Molly has a great question, you know, kind of just a, a general question about LDN. Uh, would you say LDN is for anti-aging? I wouldn't call it an anti-aging drug like I would some other things like metformin and rapamycin and maybe NAD plus, but um, it certainly helps a lot of people with chronic pain and, uh, you know, autoimmune diseases and it also helps stress. It helps weight loss. It's just the um, best kept secret out there in integrated medicine is LDN, in my opinion. Um, very safe. Um, just wonderful. But I wouldn't call it an anti-aging drug. Um, can, except can, maybe if you had autoimmune disease that was dragging you down and aging you possibly. But um, can you, For the people who don't know, you, you do, it's a prescription medication and it is compounded, correct? Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. going to have to go to a compounding pharmacy to get it. Okay. And the low dose. Yeah. You can get the high dose we use for, um, you know, get people off opiates um, and alcohol alcoholics. We use that. It just takes the pleasurable uh, effects of these drugs out, drugs and alcohol out. So you don't feel anything. So you can detox and get out, get off of them. But, um, uh, low dose now is an entirely different animal, but, uh, you have to get it. It's a prescription. So you need to come visit us or somebody that's an integrated medical practice that knows a lot about it. But, uh, yeah, it works. It works pretty well. A lot of conditions. Go, listen to my podcast from the day. Uh, it seems, it seems, uh, Savannah did a telemedicine consult with Pratik. Um, so, uh, Savannah, you're in good hands with Pratik. Um, with with uh, the protocol there for this bout with COVID and yeah um, oh good good yeah. Pratik's birthday is today as a matter yep. of fact so uh, Pratik's birthday is today uh, happy birthday to Pratik I wish we had a uh, man a picture of Pratik we got to get him back on the show uh, on outside the box he uh, he is phenomenal <laughs> he is absolutely Very smart phenomenal Very happy smart. birthday Pratik right. hope you had a or are having a great one. Um, okay, let's see. Um, uh, to Bianca's question, yes, LDN does require a prescription. Is uh, I'm assuming uh, that's what the question was. Um, and for Molly's question, LDN is uh, for weight loss. Yes. Um, what's your? Can you kind of explain, Doc, why LDN uh, works for for weight loss? Just in because it takes away cravings. Okay. It it it, it kind of tricks your brain into releasing its own endorphins. Uh, that's why it's so good for feeling better, mood, pain. Um, and it just reduces cravings, which you'll 
you'll lose weight on it. Sometimes we we get compounded LDN with a very low dose of phenamine. That's a really effective uh, combination that the uh, FDA-approved brand drug, Contrave, is really uh, LDN plus Wellbutrin, which is a form of antidepressant. Uh, um, in my mind, works better than the serotonin drugs because it doesn't cause weight gain and, or make you uh, have sexual dysfunction. So, um, but uh, yeah, LDN is good for weight loss too. Um, it, it seems I, 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 I uh, misunderstood Bianca. It, she was asking, does the Myers cocktail require a prescription? Um, can you kind of explain the, the process? No, no, the Myers cocktail, you come in and get it in the office. Right. Okay. It's an IV, it's an IV bag full of vitamins. So it's not something you give yourself. You have to come in to an office uh, and the doctors that do this kind of treatment. All right. Thank you for, for clarifying that. Um, let's get to Robin um, on Facebook. Uh, what brand of collagen does Doc recommend? I've heard him say keto collagen, but there's tons online. Uh, this seems to be a very common question. We need to, we need to have a picture of your collagen. Uh, well, if she'll bring that down. I've got it. Uh, um, yeah, I love my keto collagen. The brand name, I can't recall it. Uh, we have it in all my offices, but I'll see if I can. I'll, I'll put a picture of that up. So what we'll do, what we'll do, Robin, just kind of hang on because uh, we're going to uh, hopefully get um, Doc's magnesium bottle as well as uh, his omega-3s in addition to uh, the collagen. Uh, it's one of the beautiful things of having the, the doing the show from home. Uh, it seems like Katie said Perfect Keto, um, is, Perfect Keto. is the yeah. brand of uh, collagen. Uh, thank you for that, Katie. Um, all right, let's see. I, I, think, uh, I think I'm caught up with questions here. Let's see if I've missed any. Uh, if you guys got a question, we're going to be on for another five minutes or so. Uh, go ahead and put your uh, question in for Doc. I'm going to see if I got any. Uh, or we could all finish early and go ride our bike. Take a walk. <laughs> guys, come on. We can't let Doc off early. Come on. I mean, Has anybody guessed on these things yet? I don't think we have any winners yet. At least I haven't seen any. Flash them up one more time. Hang on. <laughs> oh, shoot. I, we do have a question. Shoot. Uh, Evangeline has okay. a great question. Okay, I bet Evangeline gets this because he got my guitar, didn't he? Or maybe not. Um, speaking of anti-aging, are there any recommendations to source IGF-1? You know, a lot, a lot of people do take I don't know where they get it, but, you know, I prefer to use the peptides to uh, increase your own IGF-1. I just think it works better. You know, again, if you could use real HGH, it's probably better, but... It can have some side effects, plus it's illegal, at least in Tennessee, to prescribe it. So I, I like the Samorlin or Ipamorlin, Tessamorlin. Uh, so, and we get ours, you have to be careful. You know, you could probably get any of that stuff out of some of these other countries, but I just don't do that, especially injectable. You need sterile, you need to make sure it's sourced here in the United States. We, we have a, a, a several places we get our peptides from um but uh yeah they, just sourcing the igf one's tough um so i i can't i don't know where to get just igf one 
All right. Thank you uh, for that question, uh, Evangelon. Uh, Kathy says, uh, does LDN always cause weight loss? No, no. Um, you know, it's not going to, you don't need to worry about it if you're thin and don't need to lose weight. It's not going to cause you to lose more weight. And usually you got to, you know, especially because of the low doses we use, um, if you somehow did have weight loss at a higher dose, we just lower your dose. Sometimes we really use micro doses of it. But uh, no, it doesn't always cause weight loss. Um, All right. Um, I got a couple. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to put this up here. We've got a few man from uncles uh, uh, as the, and this is from Mark. Uh, I think he has like the exact. Uh, <laughs> Mark, you hit it. But Congratulations. So did, so did Linda. Uh, Linda got it as well. Uh, she said man. the man from uncle. Man, um, those guys are smart. Uh, I'm trying to see if I, do we have They're any not that old either? The thing about it, <laughs> you know, I can't believe somebody got that. Uh, Mark, Mark and Let's Linda. Close the contest down. Let's close the contest down. <laughs> Mark and Linda, <laughs> we're going to get you guys, uh, some digest shield or, uh, or a t-shirt. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to get, we're, we're going to get really good at, um, at playing, at playing this game because, uh, I, I know we've been working with, uh, Shield Nutra and Digest Shield, we're going to start to um, do one bottle a week, hopefully, where we give away uh, Digest Shield, which is a, uh, one of our most common uh, topics, uh, that with, with uh, uh, gut health. Um, so so kind of stay tuned for that, guys, as, as we kind of um, author that and how we're going to do it um, on the show. Mark or Linda, if you can tell me how much these things are worth, too, let me know, because they may be worth something. I don't know. He's he's taking his t he's taking offers only in Bitcoin. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> no, he's kidding. Yeah, it makes you wonder. I've had these things since I was a little kid, probably ten years old. That was my favorite show, The Man from Uncle. Was it really? Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, loved it. Was that was that like a part of? Was that on uh, ABC or? Um, like, oh, I don't know which channel it was on. It was on a, back then. We only had three channels, you know, so that's all you get. And then after 11, 1130, then a test pattern would come on your TV and there was no more TV after that. I got to stay up for uh, Linda says thirty five dollars. There's no way. Mark says twenty five to forty five dollars dollars so that's that's like point zero 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 one bitcoin yeah. i think i'll just keep them <laughs> i think you need to hold on to them <laughs> man how do they find out so quickly you, you got to play you the know, long game play the long game in with... perfect shape i have to wait another 20 years for that they're in great shape though. uh mark says it was on nbc um we're let, i'm gonna put molly's question out because this is um this is something that I know a lot of people are thinking. Uh, what do you think about the new prescription for weight loss, Lycozempic? I think that's Wegovy, um, is what you're talking about, Molly. What's your What's your thoughts on Wegovy? Oh, it's the same thing as Ozempic. It's just semi-glutide, but it's just you can use a higher dose of it. It's just hard to get. You can't write a new prescription for it. They don't have any. But it just allows you to lose a higher dose of Ozempic because that's what you're talking about. There's always new stuff coming out along the, those GLP-1 inhibitors. So, you know, there's another one coming out, I think, pretty soon by Lilly. Um, I think that's what she's talking about. The original makers of uh, insulin. But 
the jury's out. I don't know yet. Uh, I haven't used it yet, but I'm sure I will. So it's supposed to be as effective. So maybe better. I don't know. The problem with those medicines is getting them covered, you know, by insurance companies. But because they're diabetic medications, they marketed Wegovy for weight loss in non-diabetics, but you can't get it. So they, they had poor planning for their, their rollout. They had so many people wanting it, they couldn't supply it. So, um, but, but yes, I love that that type of medicine for weight loss. We used it thousands of times. I think it works really well. Um, all right, real quick, we're just going to take a, a couple more questions, guys. Um, uh, let's get this one from uh, Raynette. I've been taking one milligram Samorlin sublingual trochee for six months now. Is this the usual dosage, or is there a higher dosage of sublingual that works even better? I mean, you could go higher than that and follow your IGF-1 levels, but I've really found that the injections work, I think, a lot better than the sublingual. I tried them too, and I thought the injections work a lot better. I think. So you may want to think about switching. All right, and uh, I'm going to put this up just as a last fun one, and we're going to get to to Mark and Celia's question um, uh, first thing next week. Uh, does Doctor know what a 1645 means in music theory? Put yes, you- I do. It dates all the way back to uh, Beethoven when. He was 16 and the girl he was dating was 45 years old. You know, he was very precocious. I'm kidding. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to know, though. You know, I'm not really good on music theory. He you know, he, plays, uh, he plays by ear. Guitar is 1645. Man, I, I'm, I play by a bad ear. I do not have perfect pitch. But, <laughs> man, this, I'd like to know what that is. I'm sure Jenny would know that, being a musician. But, uh, uh, wow, Six, I'm going to I'm gonna have to figure that out. Um, I'll look it up tonight. I'll Google that. Real quick, have you seen any long COVID patients with uh, petechiae, if that's how? Petechiae, yep. uh, which is pinpoint bleeding underneath the skin. Um, I've seen a few patients that had COVID with it because it, it, it does ca- cause some platelet dysfunction and lowers your platelets, but... I don't think anybody's come in with long haul. I'm sure it's out there because it's definitely a, can affect your uh, your bl- clotting times and bleeding times. So it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think I've had anybody walk in with that. But I, I did see some that had COVID that had that. Um, it usually gets better, but um, yeah, it, COVID caused a lot of abnormalities of, of blood clotting and things. Um, um thank you for uh, thank you for putting that in cause a lot of bleeding cause a lot of bleeding hmm. really did um all right um so what we're going to do guys is we're going to we're going to call it a show right there i see um mark's question on youtube as well as celia's we're going to get to that first next week um and i'll i'll get in the comments on facebook tonight i see i see rachel um uh, has a comment about hcg i think um, so we'll, we'll try to get in there tonight. Uh, doc, man, I appreciate the time tonight. Thanks, man. Oh, that's fun. Go, fun. Hopefully we still have light out there. So we'll go take a bike ride or something. Go get you a bike ride. Uh, guys, I can't tell you uh, how much we appreciate you guys, uh, hanging out with us on Tuesday nights. Uh, we will be back, uh, Tuesday at seven. We've got prizes for Linda and for Mark Milford. 
Um, we are going to get those out to y'all. Uh, got the choice of Digest Shield and uh, a Performance Medicine shirt. Uh, and like I said, we're going to start working on uh, how to how to organize a, a, a situation where we're giving out a free bottle of uh, Digest Shield each week. Um, we love you guys. Uh, as always, uh, we'll see you next week. Doc, you the man. Thanks, Ben. Have hey, a good night. Speaking of Doc, speaking of Doc, Doc is also my dad, so I'm gonna put this up here. Um, we're running for, we're running Father's Day specials in June. Uh, oh. sec, second week in June. When's Father's Day? When's Father's Day? Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's June 17th, but it's every oh, okay. it's every Tuesday. I, I do Father's Day every single Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, Thanks it's Father's Day yourself. every single Tuesday on the live Q and A show. Uh, so come next week. Uh, we'll see y'all then. I'm going to do the outro. Uh, good night. All right. Good night, pop. Don't go away. Thanks guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.